everyone, welcome to Notes of the North Talks, a series where we get to know our local Canadian composer talent. Today, I'm here with Daniel Jenk. Thank you so much, Daniel, for taking the time to speak with me today. Hi, my pleasure. First and foremost, I'd love to get to know your background a little better. So where in Canada do you call home? Well, I grew up um, in Ontario, and um, <clears throat> my first involvement in music was with gospel music. I uh, played piano as a young person, and um, went to, then I ended up going to university and studying music, and I played contrabass in the orchestra, and became a composer. Mm. And, um, <clears throat> and even later on, I moved, uh, I live, most of the time now, I live in Whitehorse, near Whitehorse, Yukon, northern Canada. But I work um, a lot of places, and, and you're calling me right now. I'm actually working in Berlin, in Germany, for a couple months. Oh, fascinating. How do you think working in Europe may have shaped your work? I don't know, that's hard to say. I was actually, I worked a lot in Canada, uh, in Toronto, when I lived there, and um, there's more multiculturalism in Canada than there is in a lot of parts of Europe. It's really interesting. Germany isn't, has some elements of multiculturalism, big Turkish community, but a lot of neighborhoods aren't, aren't uh, multi-ethnic at all. <clears throat> Whereas in Canada, it, I had much more of a multicultural experience. If you could describe your musical style in three words, what would they be? Eclectic, contemporary, uh, improvising. Those Ooh. are a couple words. Interesting. Could you elaborate a little more? Uh, well, I have a very eclectic uh, background in music. I work a lot in jazz. I'm a composer. I do some film scores. I'm currently working as I mentioned, with some singers uh, in kind of a contemporary opera genre. <clears throat> I played a lot of jazz and recorded jazz, but a lot, of, a lot of the music I play is improvised. So it's not jazz per se, it's, it's more like a improvisational genres that are, they include jazz, but they're also uh, just, you know, like free music or that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, interesting. What are some of your works that you feel best represent this musical style? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> uh, a piece, one piece that I really like is on a recent album I just released called Martha Black's Real. Mm. And it's a piece for solo violin and prepared piano. Oh. Martha Black is on the album called Body in Motion. It's on the center discs. It's a piece that's kind of compromised, so the piece is scored, but the player has lots of uh, options how they can play it, so they're, they're also, at the same time, they're improvising a little bit mm. as they play. Interesting. Well, now, if you could describe the Canadian composition style in three words, what would they be? <laughs> I think a lot of... A lot of music is just described in terms of geography or, or titled or labeled or inspired by. Um, I live in northern Canada and um, some of, every once in a while this comes in as an influence, but more in terms of the content, like the subject matter or um, I don't know if it's the actual style of music. It's really hard to answer and influenced by some you know, contemporary Canadian composers, uh, Claude Duvier is one, a French Canadian 
composer who lived in Paris. Uh, I guess R. Mary Schaefer would be one who was an uh, English-Canadian composer who, um, whose music is often very much associated with, uh, you know, environment. Yeah. Do any of your specific compositions connect you closer to Canada, I guess, in this geographical sense or heritage sense? Are there any of your works that you feel really represents Canada's musical culture? I just did a piece uh, written, I wrote it a few years ago, it's called Loon Returns, and it's, it's kind of an environmental operetta, oh. and it takes place on a lake. And uh, it was, I would say that's probably very, it's, it's about loons. <laughs> They're very Canadian, like archetypical bird. Um, that's one piece. Loon Returns is a is a kind of a piece that uh, we just staged I, on McLean Lake near Whitehorse, Yukon. Uh -huh. um, I did an album that is being released in January, um, where I wrote the music as part of a residency when I was north in northern Canada, and so I found myself drawing on. Things like Winter Ice is one of the pieces. It's kind of inspired by the sounds the ice makes in the winter uh -huh. underneath the, the river. Another piece is called Available Light. <clears throat> it's kind of inspired by the available light in northern Canada in the winter, which, as you know, is there's less light than there is in the summer. Mm. So, yeah, again, I think in the, our environment inspires us, but not so much specific music styles. I see. Um, maybe that's partly because I live most of the time I live in the middle of nowhere and I'm not <laughs> that well I don't teach I'm not part of a academic circles a lot of my work is done while I'm traveling like currently in, in Germany right I see but definitely your surroundings and Canada's unique landscapes inspire some elements. yeah I think we, we are in many ways we are our environment mm -hmm. a form of environmental determinism I guess Right. What do you think is the role that composers play in Canada's cultural scene? Whatever they choose, I think. You, be, you, be, you make your contribution politically, socially, and how, in every, whatever way you choose. Mm. Everybody's good, I guess. Definitely composers can be integrated into this scene in a various different ways, right? Yeah, I mean, there's pop music scenes, there's all the different music scenes where you know, some people are specifically in a genre, and that's their thing, and that's that's what they do. They find success in many ways because they're specific, because they stick with one genre, one style. But oftentimes, when you think of a composer, they're by definition they have a broader application of their skills. They're doing things similar to what I do. Yes, they're they're eclectic and diverse in their musical life. I see. So, a little tougher question, but what has been one of the biggest challenges in your musical journey? Well, you know, you being a composer is challenging, you know, staying true to whatever your desires are and the realities of making a living. That's a challenge. Mm -hmm. I feel lucky I've been able to pursue my interests. Um, Travel in a country like Canada is a challenge. I'm supposed to do some touring in, in uh, the new year. <clears throat> and uh, traveling around Canada is, you know, expensive and arduous. And uh, I find it's, it's just as easy to come to Europe. 
geographical challenge. But in general, we have it pretty good in Canada.、Um, do you find it difficult to appeal since the, I guess, musical audiences are ever changing? Do you ever find it difficult to write music that appeals to today's audiences? <clears throat> well, oftentimes I don't try. I mean, I'm of a certain、mm. generation. I have a lot of my music comes across as quite young, like in music in the jazz genre, or the new music genre, film music, can、mm. fit any generation. A lot of new music, contemporary music, is、uh, kind of a, a smaller niche audience. For one interesting thing is,、uh, like my daughter plays music now, and I actually just recorded some tracks for her new album. Oh. And I helped produce another album. She plays with a group in Halifax, and <clears throat> I really found it interesting. I'm recording these tracks for my daughter's album, and I'm thinking, wow, I hope they like it, because、yeah. <laughs> she comes from a generation that, you know, she's very plugged into kind of pop music and that genre, and that's what she does. And music may not necessarily be her her full time occupation. She's also, you know, doing a master's student, but. But she is. It's great that she is playing music. And, yeah. What is this album called? It's Sundown. Yeah, the name of the album is Sundown, and the、okay. group is called L A N K E Lanky.、Oh. Okay. Sundown. I don't. Wanna, I'm not sure when it comes out, but you'll be able to check it out. Yeah, for sure, I will. So, as a final message, is there anything you would like to share with young Canadians? Well, I would say think of the art first. You know, one of the things that They, I remember them teaching in you know art school 101, or they should teach it anyway. Is is because you should know the difference between whether you're in love with the art in you, or whether you're in love with you in the art. And obviously, the the answer is you have to be in love with the the art in you, and that's the thing that's going to keep you going for the long term, being an artist. And social media, and especially pop music genre now. There's a lot, of, a lot of emphasis on the idea of being in love with oneself in the arts.、Mm. There's a, it's a cultural sort of impetus. It's people can get on social media and promote themselves and create their own persona. And my advice would be, buck that trend and focus on the art first. I like that. Stay true to yourself first. Mm-hmm. Find your voice, right? Put in your ten thousand hours. <laughs> okay.、Mm-hmm. Thank you、yeah. so much for taking the time for this interview. Thanks for calling. We'll talk again. There's a dancing man in the field down there, but he can't do it all. Are coming and they'll be here soon. So far the bleachers are empty and the music is loud. That dancing man.